I want the full fetch treatment. A wash, cream rinse, and a lot of that wiggly stuff you do with your fingers. Abracadabra, baby. <laughs> But I mean, it, it, it does beg the question, what has gone wrong with young Hollywood? Honest to God, what is the problem? Juicy sweatsuits, doing lines in the restroom. All y'all dressed to impress who? 20-something trust issues. Hello and welcome to season three of Lay Do You Remember This, where we look back on all the stories from Hollywood's best worst decade, the early 2000s, a time in history when America found out that with a trust fund, a sex tape, and a dream, you too could become a star. As always, I'm your host, Dara Lane. If you're well-versed in the oeuvre of this show, then you've heard the episode on Lindsay Lohan's fuck list. And if you haven't, I do suggest you dip into the archives and take a listen, because it's a classique, if I do say so myself. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I say that the Google Doc it was written on should be printed out, bound in tan mom's leathery skin, signed by me, and sold at auction as a collector's item. So I've decided to create a companion piece to that episode, focusing on one of Lindsay's most notorious companions. Not a sequel per se, but it lives within the Marvel Universe. And while Lindsay's fuck list was written down on a Scattergories note card and leaked to the press, this person skipped the board game Middleman and went straight to Howard Stern. Yes, of course, today we'll be discussing the fuck list of Wilmer Valderrama. If you're a Gen Zer listening to this podcast, you might only remember Wilmer Valderrama as the man who probably shouldn't have been dating Demi Lovato. But back in my day, he was Fez, who shouldn't be dating a whole slew of our most treasured lady celebrities with consistently bad taste in men. But even before that, he was just Wilmer, a little boy born in Miami who at three years old moved to Venezuela where his family was from. When he was 14, his family returned to the U.S., settling in Sherman Oaks, California, which is essentially the suburbs of L.A. His junior year of high school, Wilmer booked a starring role on That 70s Show, which premiered in 1998. Wilmer played Fez the foreign exchange student, the running joke being that nobody actually knew where he was from. That's true. Eric, will you just relax? We're all in trouble here. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. We're not all in trouble here. Your parents have seven kids. They won't even notice you're gone. Your parents don't even live in this country. And your mom, probably won't sell over. So that just leaves me. I'm the only one who's really in trouble here. Look, Foreman, I'll be in as much trouble as you are as soon as Edna sobers up. I will be deported. They're gonna send me back to my homeland, the beautiful island of... Okay. All the teen stars of that 70s show were mostly unknown actors, but soon their stars began to rise. Wilmer, along with his co-stars Ashton Kutcher Moore Kunis and Scientologist-slash-prolific-alleged-rapist Danny Masterson, became fixtures of the L.A. club scene, becoming the Pussy Posse 2.0. 
but by 2003, Ashton met Demi Moore and started playing house. In 2004, Danny started dating his current wife, Bijou Phillips. Wilmer became the last man standing in the dating scene, and he started getting a reputation as a ladies' man. Los Angeles was his pinball machine, and Wilmer was a little ball of HPV, bouncing around town trying to score until an underage Disney star or two decided not to swat him away. It all reached a fevered pitch in 2006 when Wilmer made an infamous appearance on Howard Stern. We'll be using several clips from that show today, and please brace yourself. It is vile. Here on Les Doux, we like to remind everyone how people were allowed to talk about women publicly with no repercussions. We must never forget, or else we're doomed to repeat. In 2020, the year of our Lord, our savior of course being Amanda Bynes' unborn child, the child who will be born unto us and save us all from the coronavirus, in the year of our Lord, we don't allow outward expressions of misogyny unless it's on Vanderpump Rules or in an Access Hollywood bus. Also, who knows what they're doing over there at Barstool Sports or the Joe Rogan podcast. Never listen, but it can't be good. No, today we mostly deal in microaggressions. But in 2006, you and Cole Porter could tap dance on the emotional stability of women because back then it was anything goes. And as such, hearing this interview is rather jarring and definitely not something you want your children to hear, so keep that in mind. I want them to maintain their innocence. I want them to live in a world where as far as they're concerned, women have always been treated with respect that women have always been able to run for president and lose to a racist sexual predator. Yes, though Mr. Stern has largely cleaned up his act today, in 2006 he was known for coaxing out personal details of celebrities' sex lives. Wilmer came correct with a laundry list of famous women he'd hooked up with. His fuck list was so star-studded, it could have passed as a bedazzled jean jacket from 1985. Now, of course. Many of the women on the list said he was lying about them. It wasn't exactly a coup to be linked to Wilmer Valderrama, and after the interview, it really cast him in a bad light. But once it's out there, people pretty much just accepted it all as truth. So let's go through the list of girls. And I say girls not in the pejorative sense, like when a husband on Real Housewives calls his 50-year-old wife and her menopausal friends girls. I mean, like, literal underage girls, because Wilmer has dated a few. Thank heaven for little girls for little girls get Number one. Ariana Richards. So, was the first big celebrity date Lindsay Lohan? No, you know, uh, uh, you know, this is really historical. I'm gonna tell you right now. This is like the most hidden fact ever. My first celebrity date ever was Ariana Richards, who is the little girl in the Jurassic Park movie. Of course, she was a lot more grown. I would hope. You, know what I mean? you <laughs> fucked the little girl in the <laughs> Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> Awesome. Call the authority. <laughs> so, uh, that poor little girl. I mean, I was 17 years old. Right. She probably wanted it. So, yeah. so, I mean, absolutely. I will give Wilmer credit where it's due here, because Ariana and Wilmer were the same age when they dated. Because that's how low the bar is set for men. 
Like when people say Woody Allen married his daughter and someone inevitably counters that he never legally adopted Soon Yi. She was merely the daughter of his girlfriend of 12 years. Now, if he had put pen to paper and legally adopted her, then it would be very inappropriate for him to marry the daughter of his girlfriend, who also happened to be 34 years younger than him. Anyway, so yeah, Wilmer's first date with Ariana Richards. He's in the clear, all above board. No need to call Olivia Benson for a shakedown yet. Lady number two, Christina Milian. It's been reported that Wilmer dated the actress and singer sometime before their careers got started when they were around 17 or 18. They're the same age, so again, above board. Wilmer uh, really loves 17 year olds, so we only start to run into trouble when Wilmer himself inches farther and farther away from being a high school junior. In 2006, there were additional rumors that they were secretly dating, but Christina hopped on to MySpace and denied it. Which brings us to another denier, number three on the list, Jennifer Love Hewitt, who he allegedly hooked up with in 1999. Listen, listen to this guy's resume now. Get ready to just Party? sit back for a Calm second. If this, right. isn't a, a, if this isn't a young man's dream, this is an old man's dream. Listen to this. It's a man's <laughs> dream. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, oh God! Scale of one to ten, how is she? Uh, she she's she's an eight. Okay. I do not think it's completely out of the realm of possibility that JLH would date Wilmer. She dated Jamie Kennedy for a whole year, so personality and reputation-wise, dating Wilmer seems like it would be very much in her wheelhouse. However, she apparently dated him in 1999, so we're talking like peak J-Love. Not sure if at that point she had to dip into the well of unknown actors starring in the first season of a Fox sitcom with lukewarm ratings. But if she publicly dated Jamie Kennedy, why would she lie about dating Wilmer? But also, maybe you lie just to make him look like an even bigger asshole than he already made himself look by saying all that stuff on Howard Stern? I don't know. Who can say? Just kidding, I can say, because on this podcast, we believe women. Also, who here loved the ghost whisperer? Oh yeah, I'm a whisper sister over here. We love Jennifer and a little Cameron Mannheim, don't we girls? Yes, with her gorgeous menagerie of cartilage piercings. Which brings us to another woman we love, number four, Mandy Moore. A woodland nymph who sleeps on a bed of moss and baby's breath. Her supremely innocent spirit allows her to float unencumbered, witless through Laurel Canyon. She leaves a scent of roses and powdered sugar in her delicate wake. Her singing voice travels through the cosmos on gossamer wings softly serenading all of our dead grandparents in heaven. And a 20-year-old dirtbag named Wilmer tried to sully our candy cane princess when she was only 15. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's How'd you meet Mandy real, Moore? Where you do know? you meet her? Do you meet her on the set of that 70s show? Well, that's what's hysterical. This is a yeah. really funny story. You know, I got, I got called, and at the time, a teen magazine. She was doing the cover of teen magazine. Would you go to a shit music festival or something? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a radio show or something? Lots yeah. of shitty music, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you... You, you, you um, fucked every <laughs> shitty singer in the business? <laughs> 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 What'd you go to a talentless <laughs> convention? <laughs> Um, you know, she was like this huge pop princess, you know what right. I mean? At the time, she's she was, hot. And, and, and the thing is, 
and they then I was told and everybody's so afraid of like saying of paying her a compliment or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the first time I met her, I remember the, the jukebox scratch. Like she, uh, we, I, she comes up and I hope you made Mandy Moore because she was doing a, she was doing a cover of this magazine and then she was interviewing like three or like four you know actors in the issue you know right. and that was one of them. And uh, and we were doing a photo shoot together, and she comes up, and she goes, have you met Manny Mara? And I'm like, no, no, absolutely not. Hi, good to meet you. And she goes, hi, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. <clears throat> how are you? And she goes, I'm good. And I said, well, you look good. And the room stops. God forbid someone just talked to the princess like that. So you know? in 10 minutes, you're fucking her, right? <laughs> and it's five minutes later. We're talking about what's virginity anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but so no. you're saying because you walked up to her and said, hey, you look good. She took just, interest in you. You took a shot. Right. It, it was basically what it was. And, you know, it literally, like, her first day was, was hysterical because... Um, Where'd you take you know, her? I'm, we went to... Um, I picked her up over the W. <clears throat> I remember I went up to her room and her mother was there. And her mother says, she's changed shirts three times. And I go, oh, wow. And she goes, Mom, what are you doing? So we went upstairs. When do you fuck the mother? Yeah. <laughs> nice threesome. Do you, did, did she wear a bra on the first date? Or is she all tired? Because I go, oh, she's changing her shirt. You know you're in. Because it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, she's, she really yeah. cares yeah. how she yeah. looks. Yeah. Yeah. When, she, when Mom said that, it totally gave me confidence to be, like, funny. <laughs> yeah. I, well, let me be funny, guy, now. Then goes on to talk about like, how he allegedly deflowered Mandy, as if anyone could take a single bloom away from a woman who is the human human embodiment of a bouquet of gardenias. Imagine those three in a fucking duet. First time you see Mandy Moore naked, how much time do you have to put in with a chick like that before you get to start banging her? Do you have to put in months of time? No, well, see, we were each other's first loves, you know what I mean? Oh. Like, that's, that's, that's it took an hour. She was a virgin. <laughs> she was a virgin? You took her virginity? Dude. I, dude. <laughs> I <laughs> High five, Artie. Come here. Okay. Look at that. He goes, high five him for me. It's not like warm apple pie. Okay? <laughs> it is not, not like correct. that. Is your penis black and blue after you take someone's reason? <laughs> exactly. Um, um, let's see. How do, how do I put this in the most political way possible? It's just really good. Yeah. Good. There you go. You enjoy this it. is really good. Did she like it or was she like, wow, that's painful? Um, I think I think I'm sorry for any girl. It's gonna be painful the first time. As you can imagine, Mandy was not too pleased to find out how Wilmer spoke about her to the public. But of course, when Mandy is in trouble, good Samaritans line up to help. That includes, somewhat randomly, Krista Miller from Cougar Town and the Drew Carey Show. Here's a sort of epilogue that was featured at the end of Wilmer's Howard Stern episode. What, why doesn't Mandy speak for herself, Robin asks. Okay, hi, Robin. Hi there. Um, because Mandy's young, and I think she would be nervous um, coming on Howard, although she's a big fan, as is her boyfriend, Zach Braff. First of all, Wilmer Valderrama, who is a... Yeah. A uh, guy on the TV show... That 70s show. That 70s show. Yeah. Thank you, Robin. He came on my show and said, among other things, that he took Mandy Moore's virginity, that right. he popped her cherry. Now, how could this guy... Th let me understand this. Wilmer was in here. He seemed like a perfectly rational guy, very sane. Yeah. He, he His claim was... And, and again, I, I mean, I, I don't think it's any big deal that he took her virginity if he did. Uh, he claims he dated her for a long time, that uh, she had never been with a, a man before, you know, in terms of uh, intercourse, and that he was the first. Do you think he's psychotic that he would make up a claim like that? Yeah, well, it didn't happen. I mean, I'm friends with her. She's told me other things. I mean, she's not, you know... What happened then? Well, I don't... He, um, first of all, it absolutely didn't happen, and Zach even called him after. Oh, and what did, what did he say to Zach? He hemmed and hawed and said that he got, um, his words were twisted, 
And I'm like, dude, I was listening. He, he doesn't speak the language all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that it wasn't, everything kind of got misconstrued. And the thing was is that, um, you know, Mandy's family knew him. She's young. It was a big deal for someone to lie and say that he, they took him. So you're claiming that this is a lie, mm -hmm. an out-and-out -out lie. Out-and-out -out lie. Did he ever have sex with Mandy? You mean, I'm talking about, did he ever get a, a, a He's never oral? had regular sex with Mandy. Oh, but she gave him oral. No, I don't know about oral, but he's not had sex with Mandy. So who took Mandy's virginity? Well, I'm, person, I'm not authorized to say that. You would have that to. person please step forward? Someone's going to, was it Zach? Is that what the story is? Zach took her virginity? No, I don't think that's the story, but... Um, I'm See, I, I can't believe that Wilmer... You think that he would... I don't think make he, up a story. Look, I gotta I, tell you, she was really pissed. Well, I bet if it's not true, I wish I knew the truth. I would like to hook them both up to lie detectors. Is Mandy willing to take a lie detector test? She might be. Really? She's pissed. I want her to just come in. I will be respectful. I will ask her one you question. You know what? The person we really should do the lie detector on is Wilmer. Yeah. I'll do it on he both. He now made a lot of claims, and I'm wondering about every one of them. Yeah, well, you know... Um, well, Lindsay Lohan has said whatever um, Wilmer said was true. But she sort of said... Jennifer Hewitt said it wasn't. Right. That's true. And even Lohan said it sort of tongue-in-cheek. Right. Like, what did he say? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's as big as a stud as he says he is. I see. I mean, have you seen him? Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, he seems like a nice-looking guy. Robin no? thought he was good-looking, right? He's a you cute guy. Sure, he's a cute little wow, guy. Wow, you're saying... Now, when, when uh, Zach confronted him, did he admit that he didn't take Mandy's um, virginity? Um, well, I, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. You're not going to get in trouble. You're just being a spokesperson. But I'm, uh, I don't know if he, he, he was really uh, tongue-tied and, and uh, embarrassed and mm. didn't want to be on the phone with Zach. Will Mandy come in and say, she, will she swear on the Lord Jesus Christ? That she did not have intercourse with, uh, with uh, Wilmer Valderrama. I don't know. I'll have to ask her. Uh, yeah, huh? She was when I said to her because I checked with her. I said, you know, do you mind? I'm going to go and I'm going to I'm going to defend your honor because like, she's so adorable. And she said, right. really? Would you? I mean, she's not lying. Wow. I wonder what the real story is here. I don't know, but why would a guy use all those famous names? And say things happened that didn't Well, you guys happen. apparently twisted his words, which you didn't. We did heard the whole... What are you talking about? We don't twist anything Yeah, now. that's what we're claiming. Does, would, would Mandy come in here, undress, and let me give her a full medical examination? <laughs> yes, I know she would let you do that. <laughs> to this day, Mandy maintains that Wilmer was lying, but she forgave him, and sometimes they see each other and take selfies at the Vuv Clicquot Polo Classic. Our Mandy full of grace. On to number five, Sophia Vergara. Sophia and Wilmer were rumored to be dating in 2003, but there's not much evidence of that to be found on the internet. They have some pictures together from various Latinx events they both attended, so they definitely know each other, but the origin of the rumor is unclear. Is a short relationship between them possible? Maybe. In 2003, Wilmer was more famous than her. However, around that time, she was already mingling with the A-list crowd of Hollywood. She was a gorgeous model and an up-and-coming actress. I don't think she had to go wading into the That 70s Show dating pool, which was just what they called the grotto at the Playboy Mansion after the water became overly saturated with Paco Rabanne cologne and Goldschlager. 
finally, we reach number six on the fuck list. A relationship we can really sink our teeth into, like we're an exotic big cat making a meal out of the arm of a runaway. They tried to feed us expired Walmart bologna, but nah baby, we want the good good, the juicy stuff. Yes, number six, the gal with the hair as orange as a big cat. It's Lindsay Lohan, a woman who in another life I could see owning a dirty little tiger zoo somewhere in the backwoods of Long Island with her mother Dina. Like, in early 2000s Little Edie and Big Edie situation, but they end up eaten and the big cats take over Grey Gardens. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if somewhere in Dubai, Lindsay just finished watching Tiger King and called down to her hotel's concierge desk asking if they can send her up a baby big cat. Actually, honestly, wait until this corona thing dies down and I think soon after our girl will resurface as a member of Doc's little tiger harem cult. Honestly? kind of loving that for her. I feel like working 12-hour days in a tiger zoo could really teach her some self-discipline. It doesn't sound that far off from equine therapy at a fancy rehab facility in Wyoming or whatever. Oh, Linz, we love our girl, don't we? And you know what we don't like? When adult men date her while she's underage and unstable. Wilmer. Does she have red hair down there? Um, no Fire, fire no. in the hole? No, no. no fire in the hole? Yeah. No. <laughs> really? So the red is fake hair? No, no, no. Red, red is red, but there's no... red no, down there. Nothing. No, there's no... She beautiful. never kept any of it around. Oh, there's no saying. hair. Oh, right. you bastard. Thank you. Come here. I've, I've Come here. Been I want to smell your fingers right now. <laughs> I've been with red-haired chicks where it was no, like a, a three-alarmer you know down there. Uh, Lindsay was... Uh, uh, no, uh, she was actually really... Um, you know, she was really great. She really loved herself. She really pampered herself. I bet she she's loved great. Herself. I love she pampered herself. She really pampered herself. She tastes... She groomed. She smells good. Yeah, she's a beautiful girl. She's a beautiful girl. I love to bang her. On a scale of one to ten, is that the best sex you ever had? being the best um it's you know it's pretty out there yeah, yeah, I yeah. may 2004 rumors that they were dating began to swirl at the time Lindsay was 17 and wilmer was 24. since Lindsay was underage they both flatly denied that they were seeing each other here's a clip of Lindsay talking to ryan seacrest there's a story about uh you making out with wilmer from that 70s show at a place in la a hollywood hotspot called avalon is there any Ooh. truth Ooh. <laughs> Any truth to that rumor? No, he's, we're good friends. I'm 17, he's 24. What can really go on there? Nothing. I he's, hope not. he's, he's like an older brother to me. So, right. yeah. It's, well, what about silly. these stories? Then on her 18th birthday at Club Avalon in LA, they finally came out as a couple. During the Teen Choice Awards later that month, Wilmer told People Magazine, quote, We tried to keep it more under wraps because it is a lot more meaningful that way. At this point, we don't need the free press. Oh, yes. That's why you were keeping your illegal relationship a secret until it was no longer illegal. And Wilmer? Doesn't need free press? Sure, 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 sure. The two of them are seen all over town. Clubs, events, a Costco in the valley. Lindsay's star is rising fast and Wilmer's is starting to decline. That 70s show isn't as popular as it once was and he hasn't done much additional acting work that would make him a breakout star like Ashton and Mila. Listen, we can't all get top billing on American Psycho 2. That's just the biz. Lindsay and Wilmer continue dating throughout the rest of the summer and early fall as Lindsay shoots Herbie fully loaded and her party girl reputation begins to build. By November 2004, Lindsay is set to guest star in an episode of That 70s Show, but just before she's supposed to start shooting, 
she checks in to Cedar sinai Hospital with a 103-degree fever. This delays production, and honey, you do not want to be the one causing a delay in a TV show because you wore your immune system down to the nubbin from partying your little freckled ass off, okay? That is big money, honey. People get very, very upset. And you know who that would not look good for? Your boyfriend, who is a series reg on the show. Lindsay checks into Cedars on the 9th, and before the ink is dry on her discharge papers on the 12th, Wilmer has dumped a little freckled ass. However, she does end up filming the episode, though apparently her part was rewritten and minimized. Lindsay was devastated by the breakup. Breakups are bad. But breakups are worse when you're barely 18, thought you were in love, and your boyfriend who's too old for you was using you for publicity. But eventually, Lindsay gets her revenge. In March 2007, things are pretty dismal for Wilmer. That 70s show's been canceled, and he doesn't have a lot of acting work coming up on the horizon. According to the Daily News, Wilmer runs into Lindsay at a New York nightclub where he gets up on stage and serenades Lindsay with a rendition of Matchbox 20's Back to Good. I was thinking if you were lonely, maybe we could leave here no one know. At least not to the point that we would think so. As he finishes the song, Lindsay screams towards the stage, It's too late! An onlooker told the reporter that Wilmer, quote, took it like a man, but he left right after. Sorry, babe. Number seven, Misha Barton in 2004. Again, no concrete evidence of this, but around that time, Misha had been dating Brendan Davis for a while. Now, if we remember, in 2005, Brendan Davis is the one to call Lindsay Lohan a fire crotch in the infamous video featuring himself and Paris Hilton. But what people remember a little less is that he also says some racist stuff about Wilmer. Now, sure, he could have been making fun of Wilmer just because he had dated Lindsay the year before. Or he could just be making racist remarks completely unprompted because racists are wont to do that from time to time. But a third and completely plausible option is that Brendan Davis was pissed that Wilmer had hooked up with Misha. Number eight, also in 2004, was Ashley Simpson. The rumor was that Wilmer dumped Lindsay to be with Ashley, which prompted Ashley to write the song Boyfriend. Ashley maintained for a while that it wasn't about Lindsay, but changed her tune in the last few years. Okay, in your 2005 song Boyfriend, there were rumors that the lyrics, I didn't steal your boyfriend, um, that that lyric was allegedly about you not stealing Wilmer Valderrama from Lindsay <laughs> I Lohan. I think I know the answer. Is that true, and how would you characterize your relationship with Lindsay? Um, yeah, I mean, I hung out with him first, and I wasn't interested in him at that point, so yeah. Um, so you did, great. so it was, it was, it was. So I didn't steal your boyfriend. That was about you not stealing him from Lindsay Lohan. I didn't. Yes. I, I was done. But all, all right. love here. Thank you very much. She didn't play the film. 
Number nine is Jessica Biel in 2005. Not much to substantiate this one. Number 10 in 2009 is Rihanna. These rumors start just after her breakup with Chris Brown. According to the Mirror, quote, They were spotted canoodling a second time at the Geisha House, where Wilmer hosts weekly karaoke nights, last weekend. After Rihanna made her arrival, the former star of that 70s show locked his eyes and soon the duo were flirting up a storm. Rihanna looked so pretty and Wilmer could hardly take his eyes off her. They were chatting and laughing for ages. They looked pretty cozy and relaxed in each other's company. Wilmer was all charm and even had a bottle of champagne for Rihanna. (laughs) He even had a bottle of champagne waiting for Rihanna? Of course he had a bottle of champagne waiting for Rihanna at his weekly Geisha House karaoke party. He would have a bottle of champagne waiting for a mound of roadkill someone scraped off Sunset Boulevard as long as they shoveled it into an Hervé Leger bandage dress and dumped it in a VIP lounge. Come on. I simply just won't take this rumor on. I mean, a 2009 Wilmer Valderrama and Rihanna not under my umbrella, no sir. Now, number 11 is a match I can get behind. Wilmer and Avril Lavigne, fresh off her divorce from some 41 frontman, Derek Widley. They were seen around town, and I think Wilmer probably made a nice little rebound for her. Number 12, Minka Kelly, who, incidentally, is Mandy Moore's good friend. This one is true. They apparently dated in 2012 and then again in 2016. Here's a clip of Mandy on Watch What Happens Live in 2016. Here's a good one, Mandy. Mallory M. from New Hampshire um, said, I love the picture that you took of um, Wilmer Valderrama this summer. How are things between the two of you and have things changed because you and Minka Kelly are close and they're now dating? Okay, so Wilmer Wilmer is your ex. But you're close friends with Minka. You're all close friends? We're all close friends. Wow, and is that a triangle or is it weird? No. No? No, it's not weird. I love them both. And I've been friends with him for 15 years. You have? Yes, we're like very, very close friends. How long did you two date? For a year. Oh, okay. He was my first boyfriend when I was 15. Oh, that's sweet sweet that you're so close. Yeah, we can still be friends. Uh, Back at... Number 13, Eva Longoria. This was also in 2012, very soon after her split with football player Mark Sanchez. This one I buy, though they never really admitted to dating. There's a paparazzi photo of them where they're out and about and it looks like Wilmer is leaning in for a kiss. Also I think by now Wilmer has realized that a good pivot for him is to start going after women who are going through a breakup instead of going after 17 year olds. Now we make our way to number 14, who is woven between the other alleged hookups from 2010 to 2016. Of course, it's Demi Lovato. In 2010, Wilmer met Demi when she was 17 and he was 29 at his house while they were shooting a voting PSA, which is rich because Demi couldn't even vote when they met. They were sneaking around together, and then in 2011, they were caught by paparazzi making out in front of his home only a couple months after she got out of a treatment facility for self-harm and eating disorder and bipolar disorder. I'm sorry, babes. 
but if this pattern of behavior does not scream predator to you, then I'm going to ask that you take this quarantine spending some time with one of those therapists from Talkspace or BetterHelp or whatever to figure out Shia issues. And no, I do not have a promo code for those websites. This is not that kind of podcast. She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. This guy has dated three underage girls that we know of because they're famous. Two of them have mental health and substance abuse issues. I am not a licensed virtual therapist, so I can't tell you what's going on in that psyche of his. But I do know this. When a man routinely goes after much younger women, it's for a couple of reasons. One, he fetishizes youth and a tight ass over all else. And guess what? You won't be young and tight ass forever, baby. And or number two, knowing his own goddamn age will date him. He's got to go for the barely legals because they're too young, dumb, and full of rum because new drinkers notoriously love a beachy cocktail to see through a charming asshole. Stay away from these men, Gen Z girls, please. And stay away from the beach. Social distance yourself from men that are too old for you. I actually met Wilmer Valderrama once in a Whole Foods in Tarzana. If you want to hear the hot deets, you can listen to my podcast with Troy McKeady a few episodes ago. But to sum it up, Wilmer was very charming. And he was looking very trim. And I thought to myself, if I were 17 to 24, this act would definitely work on me. But it also felt like an act. He was putting on the Ritz. Like he needs the validation from any woman he meets that he's charming and attractive. And that makes sense because I think the only reason why he was so disgusting on Howard Stern was because he wanted him to think he was cool, which is an issue that goes back to his childhood. You even say that, um, that uh, when you were in high school, before you got to be an actor, to be on that 70s show with Ashton Kutcher, that you were like the character Pedro in Napoleon Dynamite, that you really didn't get a lot of pussy, yeah. you were never a ladies' man. You were kind of geeky? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's funny, uh, you know, when you, when you can't ask for a coffee, fist, like, you know, when you don't have the, you know, the vocabulary or, or just the language, you know, you really become isolated by, uh, by a lot, you know. And you were born in like, the United States. honestly, Wilmer, you need to work out these issues on better help or something, but you're going to have to listen to Mark Marin if you want that promo code. All of this brings us to number 15, the woman who finally tamed the beast and got Wilmer to get down on one knee and propose, 29-year-old model Amanda Pacheco. Amanda is just kidding, I have no idea, literally do not care, goodbye. Lay Do You Remember This is researched, written, narrated, and edited by me, Dara Lane. If you haven't already, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a rating and review. You can follow updates on the pod on Instagram, and please, if you like the podcast, share it. Tell your friends. It's true what they say. It takes a village to make me famous. If you have any questions, comments, or show suggestions, please email this at gmail.com. So, you're invited to come back next week. We've got a table, and I've put you on the list. Well, lady, you remember this.